Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading chapter one of the second book of Samuel from the World English Bible. After the death of Saul, when David had returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites, and David had stayed two days in Ziklag, on the third day, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul with his clothes torn and earth on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the earth and showed respect. David said to him, Where do you come from? He said to him, I have escaped out of the camp of Israel. David said to him, How did it go? Please tell me. He answered, The people have fled from the battle, and many of the people also have fallen and are dead. Saul and Jonathan his son are dead also. David said to the young man who told him, How do you know that Saul and Jonathan his son are dead? The young man who told him said, As I happened by chance on Mount Geboa, behold, Saul was leaning on his spear, and behold, the chariots and the horsemen followed close behind him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. I answered, Here I am. He said to me, Who are you? I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said to me, Please stand beside me and kill me, for anguish has taken hold of me because my life lingers in me. So I stood beside him and killed him, because I was sure that he could not live after he had fallen. I took the crown that was on his head and the bracelet that was on his arm, and have brought them here to my Lord. Then David took hold on his clothes and tore them, and all the men who were with him did likewise. They mourned, wept, and fasted until evening, for Saul and for Jonathan his son, and for the people of Yahweh and for the house of Israel because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who told him, Where are you from? He answered, I am the son of a foreigner and a Malachite. David said to him, Why were you not afraid to stretch out your hand to destroy Yahweh's anointed? David called one of the young men and said, Go near and cut him down. He struck him so that he died. David said to him, your blood be on your head, for your mouth has testified against you, saying, I have slain Yahweh's anointed. David lamented with this lamentation over Saul and over Jonathan his son, and he commanded them to teach the children of Judah the song of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Jashar, Your glory, Israel, was slain on your high places. How the mighty have fallen! Don't tell it in Gath, don't publish it in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. You mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain on you, and no fields of offerings, for there the shield of the mighty was defiled and cast away, the shield of Saul was not anointed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, Jonathan's bow didn't turn back. Saul's sword didn't return empty. 
Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives. In their death, they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. You daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you delicately in scarlet, who put ornaments of gold on your clothing. How the mighty have fallen in the middle of the battle. Jonathan was slain on your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. You have been very pleasant to me. Your love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. How the mighty have fallen and the weapons of war have perished. That's the end of 2 Samuel chapter 1. Now we just read in the last chapter of 1 Samuel chapter 31 that Saul asked his armor bearer to kill him, but his armor bearer refused. And then his armor bearer saw that Saul fell on his own sword and was dead. So it seems likely that the Amalekite overheard all of this and then used the storyline to lie about his part in things to gain favor with David. Regarding him describing himself as the son of a foreigner, it seems to indicate that one of his parents was probably an Israelite. Obviously, this man's plan to gain favor with David backfires, and David himself takes the stance that nobody should have killed Saul, even if he was dying from battle wounds. Then David honors Saul and Jonathan. He doesn't rejoice or gloat about finally being king. And his song is an obvious switch from historical narrative to a poetry style. Unfortunately, in our day and age, we have to address some ideas that people come up with from verse 26, where it says that David loved Jonathan. Now, if you go back to verse 23, first of all, David is speaking in those kinds of terms about both Saul and Jonathan. But Jonathan was obviously a closer friend, and in fact, after that, he calls him a brother. This indicates the type of relationship they had. And David is not downplaying intentionally the relationship that he could have with his wives. What he is saying is that he valued Jonathan and their times together as brothers more than one of the most pleasurable things in life. David is not claiming anything perverted in their relationship, and there is no evidence of it anywhere in the accounts. The song emphasizes this also by the fact that it begins and ends with the idea that mighty men have fallen. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 